Two men, one podcast, two cups of hot chocolate. Welcome to episode 40 of Land the Plane Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Land the Plane Podcast. My name is Dustin. I don't know what my name is. You're Dustin. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. This hot chocolate is too good. I think I've drank it too fast. <laughs> uh, I've had too much sugar in the last five minutes. It is quite uh, quite sweet. It's good. I appreciate you the though. Forty two marshmallows that I put on top of them. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing, and the audience will too because it's it's. It's got to boost the show, right? I mean, it's just has to. I mean, shoot you, it's hot chocolate. You know, when you're part-time podcasters and full-time everything else, <laughs> and you both have significantly large families, you get a situation where, when do you record podcasts? I don't know. 10, 10 p.m., 10.15, <laughs> whatever time it is. Normally when I'm laying in bed, but here we are trying to record a podcast. So anything to help keep us going? You know? Yeah. I'm not sure how much caffeine is in the chocolate that's in there, but... Yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll take it. Yeah. We'll take it. I'll sleep later. And there's just something about hot chocolate. and it, Like, I have to have hot chocolate during kind of the Christmas season. I do, too. Like, because I'm not a coffee drinker. I know, I know you'll drink coffee. I don't drink coffee, mm-hmm. so hot chocolate usually... And I like some hot cider, too. Oh, yeah. I like to have those during the holidays. Okay, I'm going to have to make you some Russian tea. You ever had Russian tea? No. Sounds controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Will they spy on us? <laughs> there was no quid pro quo or oh. anything else, and it didn't endorse either electric or anything. What Can't makes it, it special? Um, it's actually, and it's. I mean, it's not Russian. I'm sure, but <laughs> I have no idea why it's named that. It's basically Tang. You know that orange, the orange, drink? the orange drink. Okay, it's like Tang from the eighties, and and uh, instant tea, and then some like cloves and huh, other stuff like that, and then a lot more sugar, <laughs> <laughs> some cinnamon. Dude, it's good. You had me at sugar, cinnamon. See, yeah, tang. it's it's really good. It's like an orangey flavored tea. All right, well, I'm counting but, on it next time. Yeah. So uh, expectations. I mean, that might be high. like at eleven o'clock tonight when we're still recording. We may we may have to have we may have to have an intermission. <laughs> intermission. And then uh, what are we talking about some, tonight? <laughs> get some Russian tea. Well, okay. Let's. We probably should get moving before this wears off. But um, <laughs> so we are in the midst of our tis the season uh, holiday. Little special going on right now. We had part one back before Thanksgiving talking about being thankful. Tis the season to be thankful, and we want to continue that journey. You just tonight. said thankful. I, th- I know, I, know. I was just trying to keep going so nobody okay. paid attention. Thanks for calling me Pointing out. Pointing that out. Okay. <laughs> in Anytime. case anybody wasn't paying attention. Uh, but no, we're going to keep going with that t- type of discussion tonight, bring another topic. 
Uh, I know if you listened to the last podcast, we said something there would be three episodes before Christmas. We still plan on doing that, but this one was supposed to have been out probably a week or two ago. <laughs> Who knows? It's the holidays, and part of what we're talking about tonight gives us reason to yeah. You know, this is be I had not even I hadn't thought about that until yeah. until you just said that, but yeah, this well, show is a perfect example of what we are talking about. Yeah, yeah, but not yet, sort of. Because I have a Christmas story. Story. Story time with Dustin. <laughs> That's right. And I may have shared this story on the podcast before. I honestly don't remember, but I love telling this story. And it's a story that gets me in my trouble with my mother. So, oh, she, I know which one do you it know is. The story? Yeah, you've told it. Have I told yes. the story? Do you think the, it's worth another the telling, mouse? Chris? No, not the mouse. No, not the mouse. No, oh. a, another visitor that used to come to our house on Christmas besides Santa Claus. Okay. Have I never no, told you this one? I've I've not heard this it's one. It's not Krampus. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> seen that scary movie with the Krampus thing? Anyway. Uh, no. <laughs> we Okay, so I grew up in the, you know, my, majority of my childhood was in the 80s. You know, we loved our toys. We loved our video game roots of Nintendo and Genesis and all those things. We loved the, so, the JCPenney wish book. Oh, we did. Oh, we yeah. so did. Mm. Man. I would love when I turned to the Masters of the Universe page, He-Man for you others. It was not called He-Man. It was called Masters of the Universe. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. That was my favorite time. Honestly, my favorite pages were the race car tracks because they were so ginormous. Yeah, that was always intriguing. I mean, because I, I knew I could never have one. <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you put it, first of all? And then after you spend three hours putting it together and you race, and then you realize you can't make it across your bedroom. Yeah, you have to take it back down. Well, you have to tiptoe across. Yeah, and do a few jumps, leaps, twirl. No, I never had one, so I didn't have a big one. We did have one. Uh, we had a racetrack, and we set it up like in an extra. We had like an extra bedroom. We I'm spent here. a lot of time, ta- a lot of time on that thing. I, hear I, you, I bought one of those for my son, used on eBay, mm-hmm. and we've set it up several times, actually, in this room. Oh, right here in the studio. Yeah, in the studio. In- well. You took it to... We may have to set that thing up again. You took it soon. to the city and went to this studio and set it up? <laughs> That's impressive, man. To the city, Or yes. your extra room in your house. Hey, or that. Wherever, wherever it's yeah. at. But, okay, so Christmas time would come, you okay. know, and go to bed. Um, yeah. That night. Probably right? earlier than we're up right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we'd go to bed and we'd wake up the next morning and there was these... We always got to hang these big stockings on our door, our bedroom door. And Santa would always put us a present or two in the big stockings so that we would have something to do while my mom and dad finally climbed out of bed. Because they just, you know, they took their time waking up in the morning. And so we would have to go wake them up and get them going. Then we could come back and take our stockings off off the doors. And me and my brother would get in the same room and we would pull the stuff out of those big stockings, see what we got. And uh, just have a little fun with it while my parents were getting ready for everything. It'd probably keep us, you know, occupied. And so then they would go to the kitchen, and they would always have to have a cup of coffee. And both of my parents smoked, okay? So before we could go in the living room to see what Santa had brought and have Christmas morning, they would um, have a cup of coffee and a cigarette before we could go in there. Wow, and made you wait? Yes! I hated it. (laughs) Mama Danderand. I know. It's not even nice. She doesn't listen to this because she doesn't know how podcasts work. (laughs) But I have told this story to her. 
So years later, I, I made up this story, and I was telling my kids, and my, my mom got so upset with me. I said, listen, kids, y'all y'all don't know, and I'm telling this story at my mom's house on Thanksgiving Day, right before Christmas one year, and I said, y'all don't know how lucky you have it. You know, y'all go to bed, Santa Claus comes, you wake up, it's there, you just get to jump right into, well, we read like the little Christmas story, and then we, we get into opening presents and having some fun, and that's what we do. And like, you don't know how lucky y'all have it. And they're like, what do you mean, Dad? And I was like, well. <laughs> I had to walk uphill two miles each way to open my gifts <laughs> in said, snow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, we always had two visitors for Christmas. We had Santa Claus, which we were excited about. And then the next morning, we had another visitor that we always had to wait for to come before we could open our presents. And they're like, who is that? And I was like, Smokey, the Christmas sig. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it still makes me laugh. My mom still smokes to this day, so I still give her grief. She needs to quit. Um, but yeah, so that's what I tell him. I was like, we have to wait for him to show up in the morning and spend time with our parents before we can go. <laughs> Every He's got to be morning. gone before we can go get the presents. Every Christmas morning, yeah, sat in the kitchen for 15 minutes, <laughs> talking to our presents, our par- uh, parents. Smokey the Christmas sig is what I call it. I think even if I just tried to get a cup of coffee. Before letting my kids in, they would, they would probably kill me, yeah, or yeah. something. I don't. Of course, then they they wouldn't get any more presents. <laughs> yeah, dude. We uh, oh man, me and my brother laughed so hard about that, and uh, just thinking about that, and remembering back. But you know, Christmas is so full of memories. It's 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 just a great time of the year to celebrate and have fun. And that's where we get to tonight with the discussion, uh, talking about a little. At bit. least it's supposed to be a great time of the be. year. Uh, so the theme of tonight, I'm just going to throw it out there. Tis the season to be struggling. <laughs> right? Struggling. A friend of mine at work, Aaron, I'll give you Aaron a shout out. See if he listens. Shout out, Aaron. Um, Aaron told me one time, he said, there's only two things that are real in the world. The struggle, or Jesus and the struggles. He said, there's only two real two things in the world that are real. Jesus and the struggle, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, man, man, you're right. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> not I like wrong. that. We're talking about putting it on a t-shirt and stuff. But, yeah, we get to that point, and now it's the holiday season. We just had Thanksgiving, and it just seems like the struggle has begun. In fact, we were sitting here before we started recording the show, and we're talking about, you know, what direction we want to go to, how do we want to do this, and we just start talking, having a casual conversation about Christmas and the struggles of the holiday season. And we're like, let's just talk about that. Let's just keep yeah. it real. So. So this do. is this is well, I was going to say this is completely unrehearsed, but I mean it's kind of normal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give away our secrets. But man. but this one is even to the point of like we've not even kind of discussed it between ourselves, right? It, you know, completely. So this is more like land the plane therapy podcast. Yeah, because we're hoping, as we talk this out with each other, that maybe some of these things that you can relate to as a listener and say, you know what, I got that same problem. And then if you have a solution. (laughs) Please send it to. (laughs) Landtheplanetoday at gmail.com. Now, we'll we'll, we'll talk about possible solutions as well. But, uh, But, yeah, I think this is just a, it's where... I think most of us find ourselves during the holiday season, especially if we're not careful. 
True. You know, if yeah. we're not intentional, if we're not kind of careful, this can become kind of default mode a little bit. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, of course, I know some people love Christmas more than others. I love Christmas. I love I this love time of year. This time of year. Love going looking at lights. I love walking around, seeing those things. And and through it all, you're going to have great moments. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to be memories. But it seems like the majority of the time, it's struggling. You're worrying about this, worrying about that. How am I going to do this? What am I going to do? And we're going to get into specific of those. But I just don't think that's what was intended for this holidays. You know, it was yeah. it was supposed to sit back and hopefully relax and celebrate and enjoy enjoy this time. So I think we should just jump into some of the struggles maybe that we're having on a personal level to see where it goes, Jonathan. Yeah. You want me to start? Go for it. Well, I shared last week on the podcast about, was it last time, about my yeah. newfound health Iron Man. concerns? Yeah, Iron Man stuff. If you haven't listened to that one, go back. I'm not going to go through it all again. Except for the fact that you are Iron Man. I, I am. <laughs> yeah. It still bothers me. Everybody calls me that, and he's the one that died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie. You haven't seen it by now. All, you're not a fan yeah, anyway. Shame on you for not, yeah. for not seeing it. But, um, so it's, it's to that point where with health concerns and thoughts, and, and, and in my specific situation, I go back to the doctor quite a bit, but, but where I go get treatments is a car tie clinic here in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas which is a cancer treatment facility. And the reason I go there is because that's where the blood doctor is and because most of the time he's specializing in cancer, you know, and stuff. And so I just go there because that's where he happens to do both. And I can tell you, I was there uh, recently, and I was there for like three or four hours waiting. And I, you, as you sit in the lobby, man, I just heard stories. Um, I'm, I'm literally sitting there with, with people who are going through cancer treatments and have had it. And I, I was talking, I was listening to a discussion between... I would say a lady who, I don't want to predict her age, or guess her age, but she was elderly. She's not here, so it's okay. Yeah, she was senior adult. You know, I'm not sure exactly <laughs> how old she was. Um, but she was having a conversation with a 33-year-old guy, and then they both had cancer. She had, like, lung cancer, esophagus cancer, and breast cancer, and she was going through treatments. And he had had um, his fair share where he had, like, uh, he's had multiple surgeries and stuff. And, and I was just sitting there listening to that, and, of course, it makes me feel different about what I go through, you know. Mine's not a big deal compared to that kind of stuff. But it just made me think about health and, and the challenge that that brings of, of having to spend this time of season in, in the hospital with loved ones or going through treatments yourself and just hearing their stories. And one lady was there for seven hours that day mm. uh, getting treatment. And, it man, it just it just breaks my heart, but it just made me think about this time of year. And when you're not well or you're going through treatments or you're trying to make yourself better, it seems like it makes the holiday more of a struggle, not just because the day-to-day activity, but because this is the time of year you want to do so much and you want to be involved in so many different activities and you just can't, mm-hmm. you know, between whatever it is that faces you, it won't let you. So it can be a bit of a downer and something that just you feel like, gets in the way or messes up everything, then you start to put a little bit of that blame on yourself. I mean, that's some of the stuff I've been going through. Like, man, I'm I'm getting in the way of everything else. Because, I mean, I have a treatment on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like, and I'm already working that day, and I have to leave and go get a treatment before I go on to celebrate family festivities that night. So, I mean, it's just one of those Do you have to work Christmas Eve? Yeah. Morning? Yeah. I wouldn't even have thought that uh, you'd be open. No, yeah, we are. Um, you know, I work in the banking world. I've told people that before. Yeah. But yeah, we're only allowed to be close so many days in a row. 
So Christmas Eve is one of those. They let us, they keep us open, but we're only open until like noon or something. Then we go home. Yeah. So not too bad. <laughs> but those yeah. are the banker's hours that nobody talks about. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't complain too much. But yeah, I mean, so for me, um, health, I've just been thinking more about that this year and just the struggle of my own journey, which I'm going to be fine. But then just, just being there and seeing so much of, of what people do struggle with. And we probably got some listeners out there that have worse health concerns than I do and those difficulties. And, and I mean, it's just a burden that, that really, to me, affects the holidays and just kind of puts a little bit of a damper on it all, you know? Yeah. So what about something for you, Jonathan? What's something challenging here? I think my holidays. I think looking at expectations versus reality is where I is where I'm going to struggle the most. Um, like if I think backwards on Christmases, um, obviously I think we kind of sugarcoat a lot of things that we remember. You know, we kind of remember the best things. Yeah. And maybe push the other things down. Um, so that when we look, you know, when I think about Christmas, my childhood, um, I just think everything was great. Everything was wonderful, you know, all those kind of things. But I mean, I'm sure there were struggles. I'm sure there were issues. I'm sure my mom and dad kind of had some of the same struggles and things that we, that we do now. Maybe they were better at hiding it. I don't Mm. know. Um, But I think just, just living up to those expectations of, Oh, we're going to, you know, drink hot chocolate and eat cookies every night as we sit around the fire and, you know, color Christmas coloring books together and watch Hallmark movies and, you know, that kind of stuff. Just just the serenity of just being together as a family over the holidays and everybody's happy. They ain't never anybody, like, everybody's not always happy. <laughs> <laughs> we have um we have a lot of people in our house right now. And so, you know, just adds a little stress here and there and it's all good, but um you know, if you've got a a son and daughter and they fight, you know? I mean, yeah. brothers and sisters or or two kids, whatever. Kids fight, right? Mm-hmm. You've got four kids. Yep. They fight sometimes. Just sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they get irritated with each other and mouth off. There's not too many. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about fist fights. Sure, yeah. But I'm just talking about mouthing to each other. Yeah, there's that mouth are always complaining about one another and telling another one that they're wrong and the other one's right. Yeah. I got two six year olds who are very good at telling me I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I can promise you that. And then going and dabbing about it. Um, <laughs> exactly. So we have, a, you know, several that are in the same age range. Um, and so there, it's just that kind of a constant thing. Um, and then we've got a, a, a baby, and babies cry. I don't know if y'all know that out there in podcast land. But babies cry a, a lot. Yes. And... You know, so everything is not just, I don't know, 
you you kind of take off the rose colored glasses and it's like, whoa, this is reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's December, it's the Christmas time of the year and all that, but it's still real life. Yeah, because you know, it's, it's it, 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 we were talking earlier. You said something about Hallmark movies. Yeah, <laughs> and and it doesn't like when the holiday season shows up. You think it just becomes this magical time of year, like when you when you step into Disney World or whatever. It's just magic, and everything's going to be great. But truth is, is the rest of life just keeps going. Yeah, and now this is on top and of even it. Disney World. I mean, have you been to <laughs> Disney World? <laughs> yes, yes. It's not all just hunky dory wonderfulness. Yeah, you know. We would usually get back to the hotel and die. Yeah, it's, every it's night. exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> then you get up and voluntarily do it again the next morning. Yeah, I mean, it's great. <laughs> like, torture me in, please. Yeah. <laughs> this time, put some tank on it. <laughs> that, that's the joy of that. But, you know, you're right. It, it, everything that we have, no matter what good it brings, it's we still have everyday life that that is part of it. Yeah. And it doesn't just magically go away because it's Christmas time. Or because of this or that. And so you still got to deal with that. Then you put everything that, that comes along with Christmas on top of it. Mm-hmm. Now you got all these Christmas parties or um, events and yeah. programs. and this. We've already had one Christmas party. Yeah. And it's early, guys. Yes. <laughs> well, it's because but they wanted to go ahead and you won't do be able it. To get in. Yeah, they wanted to go ahead and do it because they know, hey, things are getting busy. Let's go ahead and get this one. You know, and and I had a great time. It's it was our like at um, at our church. It was our our staff Christmas party, and it was great. Yeah, but it was on like December third mm-hmm. because they know, hey, everything's going to be busy. Everybody's going to be busy, and so you know, we Let's go wanted to go ahead and do it. I mean, you, you bring up a, another one for me is just the whole idea of schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, we we were I was at a, a, a thing last night and I was talking to another parent and she was talking about how um, she has something planned for her every weekend of December like every weekend um, even her church was doing like these special functions that they needed volunteers for or they wanted you to participate in or or this or that I mean it was just so much stuff she's like I don't even know when I'm going to be able to do stuff. And she was even talking about hanging up like Christmas lights and decorating her house. She's like, why do I even bother? Cause I'm not going to be there very much. Cause yeah. I'm going to be out and about doing everything else. And man, that's a real struggle. And, uh, I jokingly told my son today, cause he has all region band tryouts this Saturday. I'm like, first of all, okay, why are you doing that in December? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get on my sub. I love my son. I'm going to support him. I'm going to be there. And I hope he does great. I hope he gets first band, whatever he needs to get, because I'm there. But, like, they're doing that. And then if he makes any of the bands, and I, then the next weekend he goes back, and they do some more stuff, and then they have a concert that they play in. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to be a part of that concert. I want him to do well. But at the same time, I'm like... January yeah. is coming. Well, why does it have to be in December when you know so much stuff's going on already? Because between just trying to get out and do some shopping, because you have to feel you have to buy presents for folks, right? And then you yeah. got to do work, and you got to do Christmas parties, and you got to do special events, and you got to decorate your house, and you got to make a hunter. cookies. Yeah, and then if you had that, trying to go hunt. Yep, and um, man, it just gets tough because the schedule yeah. gets so overwhelming. It's like I can't enjoy it because I can't stop and take a moment to. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. And I will say that on the, sometimes on the other side of that, like at our, our church, we've got 
a a pretty big event coming up December the tenth, um, and it's a it's a outreach at a local school, and then we've got like our Christmas program. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Summit Christmas. Everybody's invited. Uh, it's the fourteenth, fifteenth. It's Saturday and Sunday, um, and then and then really that's it. As far as any kind of special, we've got a New Year's party, New yeah. Year's Eve party. But yeah, we're not just scheduled like crazy, you know, multiple things every week, all that kind of stuff. And I, and part of it is so that our families can be together. But on the other side of that, we can also sometimes field the questions of, hey, this church is doing this. Why don't we do that? Hey, this church is volunteering over here. Why don't we do that? Well, hey, this group is doing this. It's like, well, there's a lot of good things out there. Can't do them all, right? You know, and so we we try to value that that family time that people have together. Now, not everybody's going to take it, true. You know, but if you want to value your family time, we want to be able to give you that opportunity um, because there's all like you said, school. I mean. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything bad about that. But that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it just the schedule makes it hard on everybody. And, yeah. And, you know, and I, we always know there's exceptions to the rules. There's probably some people out there that they love the business of the holidays. Maybe, maybe they're at a different point in life where they like getting out and going and doing this and seeing that and being a part of it. And that's great. Well, I, I like doing that too. But yeah. we've got you've got four kids. I've got. Six right now. The thing is, I think what it all boils down to is, and the reason this gets to me is a little bit because I do love Christmas. I love this time of year, and I wish I could just like take the whole month off and just yeah drive around the country looking at Christmas lights displays. I mean, I would love that. I mean, really yeah. and truly, that would be a fantastic thing for me. And but it seems like more and more you start talking to people, and they're just it's not even oh I'm so excited about Christmas. It's just like I can't wait for it to be over. And we shouldn't have to have that attitude during Christmas time. And so whatever's bringing us that attitude, we need to fix. We need to correct. And I know I can get there at times. You know, I haven't gotten that far yet this year, but I've been frustrated already, you know. And then yeah, um, it just seems like it's getting here fast, like three weeks away. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> what in the it's, world? It's going to be here before we know it. And, and then we, you know, we live a long way from family. Mm-hmm. So we'll be going back to uh, East Tennessee is where the, the kind of most of our family is. And so we'll be visiting different homes there. And we've, we've come up with some ways to help that be yeah. less stressful. But when we first had moved to Arkansas and we were going back, we would plan, okay, well, we'll be, cause some of our, like my side of the family lives about an hour or so away from my wife's side of the family. And so we would be at one house, and then maybe the next day we'd be back over to another house, and then that evening over at another house, and then the next day, you know, and it was like, man, alive. This is a whole lot of driving back and forth, and we're spending a lot of time in the car, and we're always rushed and all those kind of things. So we ended up saying, hey, you know what? We're going to spend like three days at this place and three days at the next place without leaving Right, you know, yeah, and so stuff. and that helped a whole lot just to just to narrow our schedule down. Um, and for the most part, we I mean, we have a lot of friends that are 
that are still back there. And we we just there's one or two that we try to see, but most of the time we don't get to because we we don't want to add those just extra things. And I think sometimes that's where we get ourselves into trouble is thinking it's the it, it's that I don't want to miss out. You know, mm-hmm. and our, yeah. we see that a whole lot in our kids. You know, they don't want to miss out on this. They're afraid they're going to miss out on that. So they want to do this. So they want to do that. But I think a lot of times as, as adults, we're the same way. We don't want to miss out on this aspect. So we go do that. Well, I don't want to miss out on this because that was fun when I was a kid. So I want to go do that. Well, I don't want to miss out on this. And so it just all keeps on kind of piling up and piling up and piling up. And then we're just kind of, running around chasing our tails, wondering why we're not having a whole lot of Christmas spirit. Yeah, for sure. And then and then we have to bring in another thing into this whole mix. Oh, boy. The financial part money. of it. Money. Yeah. Money, 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 money. <laughs> and, man, dude, do I struggle with this one. And And here's the struggle. I know that... Okay, let me let me let me start over in a different point of view here. When it comes to Christmas time and buying presents for folks, first of all, um, I'm much more about the kids than I am the adults. You know, if you want to give me something, great, appreciate, I love it, thank you so much. But let's let's worry about the kids. You know, and I I do I do like getting stuff for my kids. Don't buy Dustin a gift. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. (laughs) Whoever's not (laughs) listening, don't worry about. Um, you can send those gifts to PO box. <laughs> uh, no, but like it's, you know, I like getting gifts. I think anybody, most people like to be thought of and have a, a little gift or something, but you know, I'm thinking about kids, but when we buy gifts, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I, there's a pressure that you have to make your kids Christmas to a certain level. And if you don't, you don't think they'll be happy yeah. or you think that they're going to be compared to other kids. And I think that's one of the hardest things of being a parent is not always just telling my children no, but knowing that sometimes they go to school and they're around other children who always get told yes. Yeah. And then my child comes home and they don't, I got good kids, they don't complain. But I know it hurts at times too. Yeah. Because it hurts me. And I'm just like... I, you know, in a perfect world, I'd love to do more, but it's that burden of how much money am I supposed to spend at Christmas on, on gifts, you know, and how much am I supposed to invest? How much am I supposed to go in debt to make sure that morning is happy? And it shouldn't have to be about just the presents, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, Man, that's, yeah, that's tough um, because you're right. You know, I I remember a few years ago, we we bought our son one of the biggest like Lego sets mm-hmm. that would I mean I don't think we'd ever spent that much money on a single Lego set, but it was one that he had been wanting and wanting and wanting and wanting, and it still wasn't like the you know big yeah. whatever. Um. And so I was just, man, he's going to be pumped. This is awesome, blah, blah, blah. And come to find out, like, one of his best friends had got, like, the Death Star. 
mm-hmm. you know, the Star yeah. Wars Death Star, and it's gigantic. And like, I don't want to have much money. Yeah, and I'm going. Yeah, well, you didn't get that one. <laughs> you almost feel like a bit of a you salesman because you're like, let me tell you about your gift. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be able to put together a thousand times faster than that other kid. <laughs> That's right. This one is actually better. Yeah. You know. And so I yeah, it, it that is tough when you know there's going to be kids out there that that get whatever, the latest and the greatest and you know. But we we know that that doesn't bring true joy. Mm-hmm. It might bring some happiness for a while. Yeah. But even that, I mean, yeah, that'd be a really cool gift. But in a couple of years, you know, are you are you going to remember and be that excited about it still? Right. Probably not. And one thing that we've started trying to do some is kind of think backwards and think, and, and like if you're listening to this right now, just try this. Try to remember gifts that you've gotten for Christmas over the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they? And kind of start going down the list of what, how many can you actually remember? Yeah. You start asking your kids that question, and you start to realize really fast that gifts like that, yeah, they may be great in the moment, but they're fleeting. Mm. You know, they, they forget, and you might remind them, and you know, be oh yeah, I love that, but still, I mean, they forgot. Yeah. But if you start asking them, hey, what did we do, like last Christmas or the Christmas before? What are things that we've done on Christmas? And they can start popping them off like crazy. Yeah. You know, talk talking about what we've done, and it just shows how much more important time with people is than than stuff. Right. You know? I mean I remember and I don't even know how many times we did this, but I remember as a kid, one of the things that I that me and my brother and my dad always did was go out and sh- and shoot mistletoe out of trees, out of the tops of trees with oh. shotguns. We just there was kind of an area that we could do that is out in the middle of nowhere. And there was a bunch of mistletoe in these trees, and we'd just shoot shotguns into these, you know, into these trees, and pieces of mistletoe would fall down, and we'd go to the bottom of the hill and pick it all up and take it home. Yeah. And it was just a fun thing that I always looked forward to. Yeah. It cost a few shotgun shells. Right. And that was it. But I still remember that time, you know, with my with my dad and my brother. And that, that was, in fact, we've... Did you see the mistletoe when you walked into the house? I did. Yes. <clears throat> that was a <laughs> That's a big thing, mistletoe. I stood there for a while waiting for somebody to greet me. To greet you. Man, I'm glad I didn't come out there. <laughs> but it's a gigantic piece of mistletoe uh that was in one of the trees and it was low enough I could get in a ladder and just cut it down. <laughs> I didn't have to shoot it with a shotgun. But it while I was doing that, and I've taken a couple of, I took a couple of pictures of it this morning to send my dad yeah. to just say, "Hey, look at this! That this is," and to remember those times that we used to go do that, you right. know. Yeah. So, I, I think one of the ways that we can 
and we're kind of getting in the answer, I guess, whatever, but is, is value people and the time with people, even in simple ways, more than the stuff that we can give or the gifts that we can give or, you know, all those kind of things. Value the, the time and what you're doing with people. And maybe even try to get gifts that involve doing and making memories instead of just, you know, the the latest Xbox game or whatever. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you 100%. And and I, we're definitely not on here to tell any parent how much money they should spend on their kid at Christmas. I mean, that's not a goal or a desire or anything that we would want to do. But I guess what we would say is, I'd say too, is, is as far as some solutions, is don't feel like you have to meet some expectation outside of your home, you know? Like, it doesn't matter in the big scheme of things what a family across the street is doing or yeah. – or, uh, um, uh, what anybody else around you doing or what anybody thinks. I mean, at the end of the day, it is about what you think is best for your family and what you think is going to provide those memories and provide that stuff. Because like you said, I, I remember I remember some stuff I got. Like, I loved my Masters of the Universe collection, okay? I loved it. I don't have it anymore. It's gone, you know? Yeah. I have memories of stuff, but it was the more the memory, the memories of just the excitement and the, the moments and the... And the, the smoky Christmas cig coming, you know, <laughs> even though I hated that dude, <laughs> I still remember just this that those moments and and you're 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 not bad for keeping Christmas humble, you know. Yeah, you're not wrong for that. Yeah. Um. And, and as we all know, that at my age now of forty-one, that. I think differently than I did when I was 16 or 12 or eight or 24 or 30. And you should. Or 35, you know. Yeah. We grow and, and you start to learn and you you grow from those types of things. And it doesn't matter at the end of the day. You might There might be some disappointment here and there, but I think this, the life values that come along with it are greater than, than like you said, any gift or thing you can give yeah i love the memories oh yeah absolutely and that's one you know maybe it's that one way that we can kind of de-stress on that is is really kind of look at the things that that you feel like you have to do mm-hmm. you know those those expectations or whatever and maybe even write them down and lay them out in front of the kids and, and your wife or husband, whatever it is, and just kind of go through it and say, okay, what are what are a few of these things that are the most important? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. is it the most important for our family to go drive around and look at Christmas lights? I like doing that. It's harder to find good ones nowadays. It is. It is. Um, but it's not going to be at the top of our list, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but what are some things, you know, for, for your family, what does that list look like? Yeah. And, and kind of really look at the list and go, can we, can we feasibly do this without it just being more stressful than it's worth? Right. Yeah. Or do we need to mark a couple of extra things off 
or maybe even come up with something, you know, a completely new family tradition that you do together that is, um, you know, that's not going to cost you a lot of money. It's heavy on relationship and building, building relationships, but not going to take tons and tons of time and energy and, you know, that it's, so if you redo it every year, cause that way it's a tradition, you know, um, then it's, then it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and you can afford it, all those kind of things. Um, and just look, look at these things through the lens of, we don't have to do everything. Mm-mm. Let's pick out what, what our family and not, you know, hey, moms and dads, we've got some good memories of things that we used to do, but that was then. This is now. Yep. You know, I mean, I'm, I think it would probably be great to go out and try to hunt down some mistletoe and, you know, maybe shoot some mistletoe out of a tree or something. I don't know. But I'm not going to add that to my list for my kids because we've got other things that we do together that I think they'll, they'll have those memories. Yeah. You know, we don't have to do all the things that we did as a kid. We can come up with new things that we do. Yeah. For us, one of those things was going and getting a live Christmas tree. I mean, we had never yeah. done that. I and mean, when I grew up, we always had artificial trees. We did too. That's just what I knew. But my wife introduced me to it. And now that's one of our favorite things is I really, having a live tree in the house, ultimately the whole month doesn't really make or break me. I mean, it can be annoying to clean it up afterwards, you know. But really going fun to burn them afterwards. Yeah, too. that's kind of fun. But going and finding it, and you know, going to the tree farm, cutting it down, the the joy of that. You know, we we had we went and got ours this last weekend, and and we picked out the tree, and we always have fun cutting it down. It's always a big thing. You know, a lot of the kids want to help and all that kind of stuff. And just this year, I was just having some fun. I said, I can cut this tree down in less than thirty seconds. And my sixteen year old was like, No. No way. Can't believe it. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> like, he likes to mess with me, but I was like, yes, I can. 30 seconds is a long time, dude. He's like, nope, can't do it. It always takes like five minutes to cut down the tree. I'm like, because that's because y'all can't cut very good, and I can cut great. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'm going to time you. I'm going to tell you, John, if I cut down that tree in 15 seconds. Are you serious? Yes, I was determined. <laughs> cut down that thing in 15 seconds. Was it, it like a Charlie Brown Christmas no, tree? Tell the no, truth. it was a normal tree. That wasn't like 15 feet tall. My house wouldn't hold that thing. But it was like a seven, seven foot, seven and a half foot tree. You know, yeah. Pretty good little base. So I cut in really fast. And I just, I feel like when there's, we're telling stories later about this Christmas, that will come up before this is what I got. Yeah. You know, absolutely. It's just, it's just a memory. And, and we just had a good laugh with it, a good fun with it. And the other thing I want to say is it's, it's okay to say no. Yeah. You know? It's okay to say no. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, somebody might go, it's okay to say no. <laughs> it's, I love what you said. If it's the best thing for your family, if you've laid out that plan for your family and this is what y'all want to do, it's okay to say no. Yeah. You know what? I, I had the incident the other night when the parade was in town and my wife uh, ended up having something else scheduled. I'm like, what? We're not going to the parade? And I was like, oh, we're not going to the parade. <laughs> like, like, I was like, that's not a bad deal. <laughs> After all, but at first it was like, that's what we always do. We got to do that. You know, how can we not do that? But I was like, okay. I didn't even know it was in town <laughs> yeah. until like the day after. Yeah. It's terrible. I don't know how I missed it. You darn but Scrooge. We're not, 
We're not Grinch. We're not parade people either. What do y'all do? Y'all are boring. <laughs> I guess so. You go out and shoot mistletoe. <laughs> no. Shoot stay, deer. Stay at home, drink <laughs> hot chocolate. When I can get some good stuff. Well, I guess we need to land this plane. We've probably been going for a while and probably need to bring it down, but I mean, we've been no. slowly landing it. Yeah, we really have. And I guess, you know, we're going to have one more little episode in this series. It's going to be our Christmas, big Christmas episode. We'll probably have a little more fun, yeah. a little more lighthearted. That's why I kind of want to talk about some of the stuff tonight, I think. Yeah, get this. Yeah. Well, in, in that way, if you're listening, then maybe you can you can start now enjoying the rest of the yeah time together. No, it's okay. I would I would say another another thing that I think will help us de-stress the, in the holidays. Mm-hmm. Is by doing something for somebody else. Yeah. Like as a family. Like go serve together. I tell you one thing that we've done a few times and it's really eye opening, like crazy eye opening, is go ring the bells for Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. You can um you can just do a Google search for it and you can just sign up like just you you know, sign up for like an hour or something. It's it's crazy. We've done it a few times. It's really, um, it's really kind of cool, but it's really eye opening to see who gives and who doesn't. Mm. It's very interesting. Yeah, and it's fun for the kids. You know, especially if you've got smaller kids, they have a blast. Yeah. So it's you know just something. Because when you take your eyes off of yourself, it it realigns everything a little bit, you know? So yeah. I think that's a good way to kind of um, de-stress a little bit and uh, reduce the, the amount of struggle that there is, is uh, just serving, just serve somebody else. Yeah, we definitely um, have tried to give some real, real life applications to tonight, you know, of, of some things you can do. Um, and if we were really great at all of them, we wouldn't be having these struggles ourselves. Yeah. We so, wouldn't have talked about anything yeah, in this podcast. Yeah, it's it's all a work in progress and and learning and growing. But we'd be we'd be wrong not to not to mention. You know, you hear a lot of times, "How do I make the holiday better?" And you say, "You just focus on the gift of Jesus." You know that that's what we're doing this for, and that is a hundred percent true. But we also wanted to hit you with some other things tonight that might be. Practical things that you can do in your life, uh, and and just give you. Sometimes you just need people to give you permission, and even though we have no authority, we just want to give you permission. You know, yeah, giving you permission to say no, giving you permission to do what's best for your family, giving you permission to go out and serve, love on other people. You know, giving you permission to do that. Do less and relax. And live more. Oh, that's good. Mm. Do less. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. And tweet that. <laughs> Hashtag land the plane podcast. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, uh, before we can officially wrap it up tonight. Wrap it. I've got a joke for you that was great in my um, house the other day. Do you commit to participating? Um, what do I have to do? Just, just a joke. Just say yes. Yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Santa. 
Interrupt Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I just burst out everybody's speakers in their cars. Somebody just screamed and ripped off their headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had that joke the other morning at the house. We do joke Fridays. And you know, a quick, great story. You do joke Fridays. Yeah, like every morning we do something before school. On Fridays we do jokes. And so we did Christmas jokes. And uh, we did, uh, I did that one. You're such a better parent than I am, Dustin. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, hey. Some things are obvious. You know what we do in the you know you know what we do in the mornings. Uh, what's a try to survive? <laughs> it feels like that somewhere. <laughs> but as we're eating, we all try to get around the table at a certain time. We're all supposed to be there. One morning it's like a devotion. Another morning we're praying for somebody. We're watching a video about another country. Another day we do all kinds of stuff. But Friday's joke day. And so we, uh, I did that joke. I did it to my girls, and they just looked at me like I was crazy. Samantha was like, I don't get it. <laughs> Say it again. So I did it like three times in a row. It's great. But then um, my son, I got my son going on it, um, my youngest son, and he didn't want to finish it. And my wife was like, we are dandrans. If you commit to something, you finish it. You know, <laughs> making him finish the knock-knock joke so I could go, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. <laughs> and so we got through it, and I said, uh, Kara? And she's like, yeah. I said, knock-knock. And she said, Who's the? And she's like, I'm like, you gotta finish what you committed. <laughs> <laughs> so she was, I got her, I got her. That's why I had to ask you. I didn't want you to cop out. But anyway, mm. all right. Well, that's the show. I think we've uh, done a fair job wrapping it up. Yeah, so, we're out of hot chocolate. So. Yeah, it's it's past eleven. Yeah, I don't mind telling y'all when we record sometimes because you need to understand our commitment <laughs> level to. <laughs> But, uh, hey, we do enjoy y'all listening and being part of the show, and thank you for making us a part of your holidays. And like I said, we just want to give you a little permission tonight, and we'd love to hear any any advice you have. Like I said, if you want to send yeah, it to – we need it. Yeah, we do. Uh, if you want to email us something, today at gmail.com. Maybe we could share it on the show next, next one, which is going to be hopefully like a Christmas fun show. Um, and then uh, you can also catch us up on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook a lot, Land the Plane today, or just search Land the Plane Podcast. You'll find it. Give us a follow. You can also catch us on Twitter at Land the Plane 247, trying to do a little more out there. It's just a little bit easier to communicate, so you can join us on there as well. We love it. And we do have an Instagram page at Land the Plane today as well. If you want to help support the show, uh, you can go buy shirts. We haven't brought this up in a while. A shirt over at T Public. Just go to com and search Land the Plane. Great Christmas gift. Yeah. Yeah, you get them a shirt. Sell this week too. You can get them a pillow. We got cell phone cases. Don't get the cell phone case. I got the cell phone case. I'm just being real with everybody. It's slick. It's like holding a bar of wet soap. <laughs> and it flew out of my game, my hand at a football game, and my screen burst into a thousand pieces. Oh no! So don't get the case. Yeah, <laughs> I we went don't back. Want to be held responsible. <laughs> I went back to my super protective case. But go on there, and that's uh, the way you can support the show. And another thing you can really do to help us out is always just spread the word. Share it on social media. Tell a friend about it. That's the biggest way you can help support the show. Yeah, it is. And also, um, if you go, if you do listen on iTunes or a- Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, go out there, leave us a rating and review. That would be a big deal because it helps people find the show down the road. So I think that's it. Oh. Jonathan's out. He's yawning, y'all. I'm yawning. He just I'm sucked out. half of the air out. <laughs> so we got to go. We got to go. All right, guys. Have a good evening or morning or whatever it is in your yeah. Maybe you're going into work. Is. 
use the joke. Bye, y'all.